Okay, guys. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. Um, If you have found this podcast, then you have more than likely been following me on my IG page. Um, AR Collins 040. I'm really just overwhelmed with the amount of love and just joy that I have gotten from my Instagram page. When I set out to start this journey, I really had a personal page that I would talk about my personal things, my kids and my weight loss journey and just the normal things that we do. However, the summer when I watched the riots unfold, I was just fed up and I felt that someone needed to say something. Somebody needed to be a voice of reason. Somebody needed to share the truth and I know that there were people who were doing this work, but I really just, one day I was just tired, tired of the narrative, tired of the lies, and felt that my voice needed to be heard too. So I started talking and that's really what happened. I did a live video and I just started sharing my views and somehow it grew to me having right now 1,800 followers which in honesty is really a very small account in comparison to people that I follow. So it's really just a testament to if you just start being used by God, if you just speak the truth and God feels like I can, you know, I can trust you. You can be trusted. You're going to say what it is, no matter how it, it feels, no matter what you have been through or what it costs you, because it costs to speak up. And I got so many messages about people who, wanted to speak up, but were afraid. They were afraid, literally afraid of what to say. Or if they said it, they could lose their jobs. They could lose their friendships. They could lose family. And so that lets us know right there that we're in a time that is unprecedented for us, for us, our generation. We, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, <laughs> I have never seen anything quite like this, you know. So I just really, I don't know. I, I, I just, I thank y'all for staying with me and encouraging me and strengthening me during this time. The prayers that I get, the people who support me, y'all are amazing 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 people so that's kind of a backdrop to why we are here with what we are here and I had to do a lot of thinking about what I was going to name this podcast and I think it was more so about me just being afraid to do it because honestly I'm like who's going to listen to my podcast but here I am I'm going to do it in one take because I don't like editing (laughs) so this is a one take podcast I don't really feel like editing um but that's neither here nor there. The point of it is, is that I did a lot of content, a lot of contemplating. And so as I was doing that, I have, I went through like four or five different names and what am I going to do? I can't use my name because nobody knows me. So what can I say? How was this, how was this going to represent me? How is it going to represent God? What is the purpose of this? And so that is where I came with the contemplating Christian. <laughs> That's what I basically am. I'm just sitting here in 2020 contemplating All of these various issues that I see and trying to understand how I fit, how does the Christ, how does Christ's body fit? How do we fit Christians into what we're seeing right now politically and globally? Um, And so that's what my name is, the Contemplating Christian. So let's get to the point of this uh, first podcast. I got a couple of issues I wrote down that's bothering me. It's on my heart that I've been contemplating 
And the first pastors, pastors, pastors have been really, man, I've done a lot of lives on pastors, 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 man. So obviously this came about for me as I watched people riot and loot in the middle of the night and destroy people's businesses, steal, kill I literally watched Satan. I watched demonic forces in the street take over this country night after night after night after night off of a lie, off of a lie. Whether we want to bring up George Floyd or not, it doesn't really, that wasn't the point. The point was that police are not out here shooting and killing black people at an alarming rate. They're not hunting down black people in the street, as LeBron James liked to say. Black people have their own issues, which has correlated with police activity in their neighborhoods, in their environments, because of their own issues that they refuse to address. Boom. That's what's really going on. Okay. So as I'm watching this, this demonic, I mean, literally my son was like, mom, this is demonic. As I'm watching this demonic activity play out, I'm just baffled, baffled at the lack of the church's awareness. Like I know as I set up those nights and I mean, I would be up to like two o'clock in the morning. I have, you know, and I really have not fixed my sleep pattern since the summer but i would be up to like two o'clock in the morning just scouring the internet looking on twitter looking on ig looking on facebook well facebook trash but ig and twitter just trying to man like what is happening i gotta see i gotta see which i really had become you know like everybody else glued to the tv kind of obsessed because it was it was i've never seen anything like it never seen anything like it i was not privy to the Rodney king riots you know I'm 34 years old. I, I didn't know about that. We didn't have the internet then either. So it wasn't like live streamed. This was live streamed. It was crazy. And like I said, what were they doing? Stealing. What were they doing? Killing. What were they doing? Destroying the mark of the enemy. It was clear to me as a Christian that we were dealing with demonic forces. We were dealing with a demonic takeover. You could see, like, I don't even understand even to this day why churches are not very clear well some of them are but why these mega churches these pastors who we looked up to who we almost worshiped i know i really had an issue with trusting these pastors and not checking them by my spirit but after that situation that it was done for me it was done like mike todd done okay td jakes done Stephen fernick done 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 d-o-n-e done they posted black squares they furthered the lie in their church in their church now mind you i understand being socially aware of your congregation and being sensitive to people's cultural differences however the truth is the truth no matter what color you are i don't care if you black white 
Asian, Hispanic, from the islands. I don't care where you're from. The Netherlands, Britain, I don't care. Russia, it doesn't matter. The statistics and the truth, the data, what we know to be true, and anybody who could do a little bit of research can look into this and know that that is not the case. That there was no need for somebody to go out into the street and go loot the Apple store and steal all of the Apple computers off of this man's death. That was one incident, tragic, but that was an incident that was actually the result of several issues in the black community drug addiction fatherlessness high crime rates and violence that we know are issues within the black community but instead of them addressing that we want to address oh it was a white cop and for the church to be not just silent on the truth which they should be saying hey we need to go into the black communities this should be a wake-up call for us to do outreach these people need to hear the good news of the gospel of jesus christ we need to go into these schools and teach these kids and we need to mentor some of these sons and these boys and we need to have community centers and we need to give them after school activities instead of churches saying that they came out and posted a black square in support of a marxist revolution so at that point my eyes began to be not just open to the political arena but what's going on in the church i really started to look at the church like what have i been participating in i was so blind when a pastor would get up and preach a sermon and he would jump all over and he had the words and they would rhyme i thought this man had the power of god you know i i would see them and i'm like oh on 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 youtube he got a million followers okay his sermon's getting like three hundred thousand hits i was really lost i was lost i had traded the truth for a lie because what are they really preaching are people being saved not 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 i'm not talking about are you being entertained are you being saved are you being filled with the Holy Spirit? Do you have the power that is given to you from the Holy Spirit? Are you able to stand in your temptation? Are you able to resist the enemy? Can you clearly see the truth of what is going on? Are you, is your pastor preparing you? But no, I was all into the same things that I thought, you know, pastors had become celebrities. Pastors had become celebrities. So when Kanye West came on the scene and everybody was all up in arms about, oh, my God, Kanye West, he can't be a Christian. Kanye West is in the street. Kanye West is, you know, you've seen the, the videos that he had, the music that he had, the language that he said. Kanye West can't be preaching. He can't. Well, he wasn't even preaching. Kanye West can't sing gospel music. Look at these pastors, though. What's the difference? What's the difference? We look at it and we want to make it seem like. The pastors represent Jesus, but in fact, they represent all of the, well, particular pastors. They represent everything that's wrong with the world. Addicted to fame, addicted to money, right? Very flashy, dress a certain way, all into name brands. Why were we celebrating these people? Shouldn't we know that as Christians, that's the first thing that I think I learned when I got saved, really, was that I was to not be conformed by the patterns of this world but transformed by the renewing of my mind my mind should have been changed so that i could see clearly clearly 
with both eyes open through the power of the Holy Spirit, the truth. That we have turned our own pastors into many celebrities. In some cases, not even many celebrities. T.D. Jakes is not a mini celebrity anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Joyce Myers not a mini celebrity. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know what God's gonna do, but these people, these are not we we have uplifted these people to a status that is not God. That we have put them on a pedestal so high that we can't even see that they flawed in their own thinking, that they have not been transformed. In fact, they are exactly conformed. They just wrapping up. Joe Osteen is not a mini. These are celebrities. These people are worth more money than I'm probably going to see in my lifetime. All of the things, the lust of this world with the package that say Jesus on it. I mean, like literally, they it's the same box, the same insides. If I open a box up, they got the same stuff in it as if I opened up Kim Kardashian box, right? They still want money just like Kim Kardashian does. They have sold their soul just like I believe Kim Kardashian. I mean, I'm not saying Kim Kardashian, but any celebrity, right? Miley Cyrus, any celebrity, what do they care about more than anything? They're narcissists. They care about getting praise. They care about their own reflection, right? They don't care about people. These pastors are the same. Because if they cared about people, they would speak the truth. So when that situation happened, you would have came up on the scene with your platform and you would have spoke the unadulterated truth to the people. This is a lie. Get your tail out the street, looting and stealing and killing. You should have said clearly this is a Marxist agenda. Clearly, after I read, because you have the access to the Internet, just like we do as congregants, you have a staff probably. You got a whole team who probably looks on the Internet for you. You could have pulled up BLM website and read it and saying and seen, ho, 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 ho. That's not a God. This ain't this not promoting God. These agenda items do not reflect the word of God. I am supposed to be a messenger. I'm supposed to be uplifting the people and teaching them in God's ways. This is not God's ways, but instead they posted a black square. This was the beginning of the end of my glorification of the modern American church. At that point, I realized how lost I was, how lost they were, how far away from God we have gone. So on my platform, my little mini platform, I have spoken many, many times about the lack of church leadership, the lack of men who are willing to stand on the word of God. First off, probably lack of men who even know the word of God. How much do you have to study when you have a team that's researching your Bible scriptures for you? How much time do you have to spend in a word when you have a team of people who write your sermons? How how much do you have to have a relationship with Christ when it's not based on <laughs> it's not based on it. It's based on how many likes you got on your IG page or how many people watch your YouTube channel or how big your church is. Like you don't have to have the power of God because you got money. You're more concerned with having the having the things. It's like, what is the scripture? I I don't want to mess it up, but it's like you have a form of godliness. But you lack the power thereof. You have a form of it. It looks godly. You 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 have a church. People 
come there on Sunday. You have programs. You might have Bible study on Wednesday, Sunday school. You got a children's ministry. Might have some missions and some outreach. So it, it, it's a form of godliness. But when it was time for you to stand on the word, you chose instead to exchange the truth for a lie. You chose instead to worship the creative thing over the make no mistake, BLM is a creative thing. Make no mistake, BLM is created by Satan. Make no mistake that you are pushing Satan's agenda onto the church. And instead of you standing up and saying, Hey, this is not biblically what God is saying, they were talking about race reconciliation. What? The Bible doesn't even speak about that. People ask all the time, well, why doesn't the Bible have races? Da, da, da? Because it's not important. It's not important. It's about Jews and Gentiles, which form the new Israel. Which we are all believers in Christ. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. So at the end of the day, why are we even concerned with or worried about what we look like? There are Christians all over this world, in every culture, in every country. And God says that at the end, we would all, all of us, every single one of us, are going to praise him in our own tongue. So at this point, I had a revelation in my mind about what have I, what have I been following? What, come on, what, what have I been doing? Why am I just realizing that these pastors didn't they 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 weren't their fruit was bad why it took that to happen for me to see that your fruit is bad i felt like at that point if you put up that black square your fruit is bad you you're not producing the fruit that lets me know that you feel with the holy spirit because the holy spirit would have told you the truth i remember when they said well one of the verses in the bible they're talking about well how do i go before um the rulers what will i say and the holy spirit said that i will give i'm going to give you the words so if you would have just stood he would give you the words he gonna give you what to say just for that moment just for that time but instead they bow down to the golden calf so that's that's really been bothering me it's even in my own church and I, i just really feel like god is just leading us to go back to the original things you teach your children. You teach yourself. The Bible says to study to show that self-approved. So at the end of the day, it's my job to know. So who is my teacher? The Holy Spirit. Who is giving me the words and the wisdom? Who's revealing Christ to me? The Holy Spirit. God himself. So that's what I need to be focused on. And that is what the shift has been. The shift has been to look at the world and like we have been focused on the wrong things. We've been walking around with rose-colored glasses on. We have not been able to see clearly what our world is. And now it's like God has taken off onion layer after onion layer to reveal to us hey this is bad this is evil this is corrupt this is against you this is a lie right so now it's up to you to make a decision what do you do with this information do you go right back into what you used to know or do you stand up now for the truth do you now look at the world differently and make different decisions so that's really um that's been on my heart. I could really preach, <laughs> preach. I could really do a whole podcast just on that, and I probably will. The next thing that has really been bothering me is the church divide, the divide in the church. <sighs> this became so evident after the election. I'm gonna tell you, before the election, obviously pastors were still preaching their very cookie cutter, 
you know, God is God and he's on a throne and he's in control. Vote with your convictions, you know, vote based on your morals. We're not telling you who to vote for, blah, 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 blah. Which in true, they should have been saying vote for Trump because Biden is going to lead you into damnation. That is further, 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 further an issue of my first point. Instead of churches being like, this is what this person stands for. Let me spend this whole service just exposing you to what policies that these people are going to enact that will be against God. Let me take off the veil and show you that this is what Biden wants to implement that goes against the very word of God, the very foundation of the church that is going to actually stifle the church's ability to spread the gospel why did we not do that why did pastors not do that you know why is this a whole nother thing that i could do i'm on another podcast because our churches in a tax-exempt status have joined hands with the government they join hands they join hands for their tax-exempt status for money, for money, they have sold over the word of God for some dollars. And yet they're telling you to tithe and to trust God when in fact they have sold over the word of God, the truth of God for because your pastor should have been up there telling you vote for Trump because he's going to actually do the things that the church needs done. We need to stop aborting babies. We need to put up a law that is going to stop that. We need to stop the lie of the LGBTQ community. We need to come against that. We need to rebuke that demonic spirit. We need to tear down our altars to Baal all of these Planned Parenthoods that are worshiping Molech and sacrificing the children you need to stop allowing the children to be passed through the fire that's the word of God the Lord is going to come against us his own children because we have been silent on these issues that are dear to him his word has not changed God is not politically correct he's not worried about our cultural norms of 2020 he's not worried about offending a few members in the church who might leave and take their pocketbook with them if you are going to go against God get on out of here anyway so instead, pastors were giving you a cookie cutter message telling you all this foolishness about, you know, vote with your heart. Then you had John Piper come out and say even more ludicrous, like, don't even vote. They both bad. What? Sir, have several seats. I know that you might be, you know, a renowned scholar in Bibles, but as I watched that unfold, I'm like, sir, one side is talking about murdering babies dismantling babies limb by limb crushing in their skull and sucking them out of their mother's womb and you're fussing about trump is arrogant man how far have we gone from the truth what has happened to the american church satan has Hogan castigated the American church, destroyed the foundation of the American church. You know why? Because we don't have any leaders. We don't have any leaders. You got pastors who are speaking the truth. I know that. But the ones with the biggest platforms speaking lies, 
pure lies. They must be Democrats. <laughs> they must be in bed with Satan. They clearly have not have had the Holy Spirit speak to them because I'm telling you, if you're on the side of murdering babies, you're on the wrong side. If you're talking about you are, you for God and you okay with murdering babies, you're on the wrong side. You have no right to murder nobody, to be honest. Well, I'm not talking about self-defense, obviously. I'm talking about murder, the, just the willful taking of someone's life because you are not a life bearer. You are not a creator. The Bible says that each person is created in God's image. We are image bearers of God. You have no right to take a person off this earth. That's why in the Old Testament, God said that you kill somebody, you were killed. You were killed. You were killed. You were murdered. You know why? Because you had no right to take somebody that God created off this earth. They had a plan and a purpose. God had a plan and a purpose for them. They were called by God for his purpose to glorify his name. And you, you attempted to take away the very plan of God, the very plan of God. You have no right. You have no right. And if you think that those children's blood is not crying out to God, the Bible says when he came to Cain and Abel and he asked Abel, I mean, he asked Cain where his brother was, and, you know, he had this arrogant answer, am I my brother's keeper, and all of that. And then the God says that his blood was crying out to him, the Abel's blood, his blood cries out. So you think that the 60 million babies that have been aborted, their blood is not crying out to God saying, avenge me, oh Lord? Avenge me, oh Lord? Avenge me, God? Fight for me. You said you were my warrior. You think that those souls, that those children, because I mean, I guess we don't understand the eternal issue, which is that we are all eternal beings. <laughs> Even the baby that you killed at six weeks gestation is an eternal being. God created that baby. So that baby is eternal. That person that you murdered in your womb will live forever will live forever just like you that child is at the throne of god saying god when will you avenge me and we have christians sitting here more concerned with arrogance we have Christians more concerned with hurting somebody's feelings. We got Christians. Let me let me change that. We got professing Christians more concerned with the color of their skin. You worshiping yourself. You made your own idol out of your own color. Your melanin. You you worshiping. Hey, I got more melanin than she got. I got more melanin than he got. I'm something to be whole. You're nothing to be whole. The Bible says we are but rags, filthy period rags in the presence of God. You have no righteousness of your own. You are nothing to be whole. You can't be glorified. You can't save yourself. You can't. You don't even know what's gonna happen in the next five minutes. But Jesus said that I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. And you think that you have more power than God? Y'all better read. Y'all better read. The church divide shouldn't be no church divide. Shouldn't be no church divide. I'm sorry. The church should have overwhelmingly voted for Trump. Why? Because the other side is against God. Period. 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 I had family members who I had to have this debate with, and they were very upset with me. Matter of fact, they're still upset, and I'm still saying, and I still will say, if you support the murdering of babies, you need to go check yourself. You might not know Jesus. 
I don't care how long you've been going to church. I don't care what programs you over. I don't care if you got 15 Bibles, you done read all T.D. Jake's sermons, and you know Joyce Meyer personally, and you feel like that you have devoted your life to God. If you voted for murdering of babies, you might not know Christ. Jesus says, suffer not the children to come unto him. He rebuked his own disciples for trying to put the children beneath like they were that they shouldn't come to Christ. Hey, he told them, you better be like these children. Unless you be like these children, you you will never come into the kingdom. Jesus loved babies. (laughs) Come on. He said in his word that he knew you before he put you in your mother's womb. We have no right. This should be the issue of the day. We are talking about the slaughter of innocent lives god says that you know you woe unto those who plot evil against the innocents and i might be you know messing up that verse but it's in there go look it up talk about the shedding of innocent blood jesus is not okay with the shedding of innocent blood i'm not even talking about let's not even get into the lgbtq and the equality act and all of the things that he's doing that they will usher in to destroy this country, to make this country a communist nation, to take away our right to bear arms, to take, we, they've already called almost just gutted the free speech. The, I mean, come on, we can barely speak and say the truth. This might even be not be able to be seen. I don't even know. Who knows? I just was on IG in IG prison for 30 days. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to let this even get out because it's the truth. But I'm telling you right now. That should have been what pastors should have been telling their members. You should have been saying it plainly. They should have took the Equality Act and just read it and talked about how it's going to destroy religion in this country. How they're going to take away your right to say what God says because they want to call you a bigot for worshiping Jesus. Why aren't, where the pastors at? Where the pastors at? Why is it on social media? And you got social media warriors, digital warriors, digital soldiers who telling you the truth, but the pastors ain't saying it. Come on. Come on. You're supposed to be a man of God. You're supposed to be empowered with the Holy Spirit. And you can't get up here and just read. Just go through line for line. What they proposing. Talk about the fact that they want girls to be boys and boys to be girls. The man said in a town hall meeting, Biden, the man actually said out of his mouth that if an eight-year-old boy want to be a girl, he could be a girl. They're telling you that you're going to be a bad parent. You're going to be, they're going to take your kids from you if you don't allow your kids to transition. If they already had the case in Texas where the judge was saying that the father was wrong, but calling a boy a boy because the mama said a boy a girl. What are we talking about? And pastors getting up here talking about, um, so this week we're going to talk about this themed message. We have a theme on forgiveness. We have a, man, get up there and talk about how they're trying to make boys girls talk about how these laws are being put in place to destroy the church to destroy god's people come on ask yourself why why is it that you hear that on the internet but you ain't hearing it from the church leadership they should be the first ones using their platform to speak the truth that's what they supposed to be doing so that's where the divide come from it come from the top down the churches are not speaking the truth. The leadership is corrupt. They're more concerned with money. The congregation is not studying the word. So they were relying on the pastor as if he's God. They have a relationship with pastor so-and-so and not with Jesus. They want to be sister so-and-so and they don't want to be a daughter of the king. They're more concerned with celebrity type gospel than what the word actually says about Jesus. They've made a God that ain't in his Bible. 
and all this God is about forgiveness and you know he loves us and for God so loved the for he so loved for he so loved the world I'm so sick of hearing that man did you read the Old Testament did you see the God that I read about the God that was not playing I don't know what God you talking about but the Bible said he the same God <laughs> he the same God I don't know why we preach that Jesus is God but we forget that Jesus is God so that means the God of the Old Testament is the same God in the New Testament it's the same God today he never changes he's the same God you think he playing with us you think he, he's long suffering he's patient he's waiting but he ain't playing He's not a man that he should lie. What his word says is true. It is final. It's an abomination before God. And God will handle it as such. I read stories whenever people would, um, <laughs> you know, what is the story? I got a couple in my mind, but I can give one really good. This is in, uh, I believe, Acts. When the wife came, they had stolen some land. And I'm I'm going to be paraphrasing and probably messing it up. But they stolen some land. They charged the wrong. They charged a different price. They came in and asked them, what did they charge? And I want to say the wife came in first. And she was like, well, we charged such and such. Died right there in the church. Boom. Died. Because you lied to God. Then I think it was the husband came in after and they asked him the same thing. Boom, lied. What did they do? Care both their bodies out the church. What you talking about? Why y'all playing with God? <laughs> why y'all why y'all playing with grace? Why y'all acting like that we supposed to just sin, 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 sin because God forgave us on the cross? Come on now. Come on now. Y'all better read. Y'all better read. So it shouldn't be no church divided in my mind. It should be clear. It should be clear which side is for God and which side is not. We know the Republicans not all for God. I mean, come on, we're talking about humans. Humans are failed in itself. But what you're trying to get is policies. You're trying to get the policies in. What are, what what are what are the what's the left doing? They're trying to how, how are they gonna change this country? By laws. By laws, by laws, by laws. If you go back and read the old testament or even just the new testament, what was the issue? There were laws being put in place. What was Daniel praying about? The law at the time. That was a law for them to worship Nebuchadnezzar. That was a law. That was a law. There were political leaders who fought against Daniel. What was Esther praying about? What did Esther have to go to the king about? The law. The law that would have killed all of the Jews. It was the laws. What was they standing up against? Why, why was John the Baptist living in the mountains and, and eating the locusts and wearing the sackcloth? Because of the laws of the land of the Jews at the time. He had to separate himself and prepare for the coming of Christ. It was the laws. It was the political establishment that they were fighting against because what does Satan use? He uses laws. He uses people. He uses power. How does power get delineated all over the earth? Through a system, a hierarchy of demonic forces. And you have to understand that why people worship royalty when they did have royalty, real royalty, was because they were supposed to have been given that power from God. So the system that they had created for power to be dispersed in the earth from a king on down to his lords, on down to the people underneath the lords, the dukes and the duchesses and all these people who had power and they were ruling over the people. That is exactly what was happening in the Old Testament and the New Testament. So when Satan wanted to hurt the people of God, stifle the word of God, destroy the church, he did that through laws, through policies, through the king. Have y'all read about the kings? (sighs) 
my God. My third issue got on my little list today. I don't even know how long I've been talking. My goodness, I need a timer on here. But, and I might not even get to the fourth one because I wanted to make these things about 30 minutes long, but the third one is the election fraud. My God. My God. The election fraud. The pure fraud that we see in our face. I mean, you talking about straight up, I'm going to steal from you while you watch me steal it. It's like you at home and it's broad daylight and somebody just break the window, come through the front door and start taking your TV. And then they just like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm t- <laughs> let me take this computer too. And do you got any jewelry? And can I also have the keys to your car? That is what this is like. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to just break in your house in the daylight while you're home, okay, in front of your children. I'm just going to steal your stuff. And I want you to sit down and be quiet while I steal it, okay? And do not call the police because... I, you know, and look, if the police come, the police going to be on the side of the robber. That's what we watching. That's what we watching. That's what we watching. Okay. A complete travesty. I mean, the way they did this, it was so bold. So in your face. So ridiculous. I mean, some people have even said they wanted to be caught, which is a whole nother conversation. I can do a, a whole podcast on that. But it's like, what are we watching? When I watched the hearing in Pennsylvania this week past this week past i was like man the levels of fraud they did so many things wrong like everything you could do that's illegal they did it everything that that was against election protocol they did i mean they rigged this election from the rooter to the tutor okay all from the top to the bottom they rigged it so much <laughs> to where you're just watching the people give testimony and the more those people gave testimony the angry i became I-, I wanted to just go to pennsylvania myself and just start slapping people like what what are we witnessing so you mean to tell me somebody over the summer came in and stole some flash drives and this was not news that they stole flash drives that are used for elections. So you have flash drives you know were stolen over the summer going into the election. And then somehow, some way, somehow, some way, somebody had 47 flash drives that they unaccounted for. 47? So they normally had two, they said. But this election, they had like 40-something flash drives that they were using to hold votes. Come on, man. Come on, man. Dang. Like, this is an insult to my intelligence. And y'all talking about we going to certify the result, results in Pennsylvania? Are you out of your mind on that alone? You shouldn't be certifying nothing. The spike of votes in the middle of the night was crazy. I was one of the people who stayed up 2 o'clock in the morning on election night. I literally was up to 2 o'clock in the morning on election night just really just waiting on Trump to be announced as the winner. Because what I was seeing, it was like, man, Trump won. 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 Then I woke up. They said we're gonna stop counting. I'm like this. Okay. I'm like okay. Was that normal? Do they stop counting? I didn't really understand what was going on. They said they had a water leak, something a pipe burst in Georgia. They stopped counting. Blah blah blah. And I'm like okay. First first thing first. Let me roll down election night right quick. I'm gonna say a couple things about it. And then I'm about to go into my and I'm in there. I'm doing that. And so I'm watching Fox. And I'm like. Has the people of Fox been traded in for CNN zombie clones? Because I really didn't understand what was going on with Fox. I was I I messaged one of my friends immediately, and I was like, "Man, Fox, Fox working for the devil, man! 
like, oh my God, what is Fox doing? Horrible coverage. Haven't watched Fox since, okay? Done. Dead to me. Dead in the water. Fox sucks. So as I watched that fall unfold, you know, I was up to 2 o'clock. I saw a president come in and give his speech and say it would be very interesting if they just found votes at 4 o'clock in the morning. And lo and behold, I woke up the next day, they had found votes at 4 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? How dumb do you think we are? That alone, okay? Then you start learning about Dominion software, why is anybody counting our votes in another country what are you talking about when i cast my vote i think we use dominion software in louisiana because when i cast my vote I used an old-fashioned machine and as i did I, I had to check it i was like what if some, this is me on election day god is so good i'm sitting there voting and i'm like what if somebody came in and just switched my vote like how would i know how would i know that what i voted for was actually cast how do you know how do i know how would i know that's insane to me. That's insane to me. Okay. If I go somewhere and I buy something, I get a receipt. Y'all, the whole election is just how we do elections in America is designed for fraud. If I go to Costco right now and I buy something, I'm going to get a receipt so I can go back to Costco and say, hey, I don't like this item. Or is this the correct item? Is this the correct price? I go vote. I don't get nothing. I just walk out of the little booth. How do I know somebody going to come up behind me and change it and say, Biden on there? I don't, I don't know. What's the election security process in this country? This is 2020. Why don't we have, like, election security? You know what I'm thinking, where I'm going, where I shop. You give ads personalized to me on Facebook and Instagram. I even think the TV ads are also connected to what I shop and buy. And you can't figure out how to give me certification that what I voted for was what I voted for, for the presidential election that determines how this country is ran. Matter of fact, how the world is ran? Come on now. That's on purpose. That's a flaw in the design for the purpose of stealing the election. But listen, guys, let me tell you, this is my first podcast. I want to get into some more fraud. I'm going to have to do another one really soon. But um, I can't even get into it because my computer is about to die. And I'm sitting in the closet trying to do this podcast so I won't have any background noise. So... Uh, I hope y'all liked it, man. I'm I'm going to stop on that note on Pennsylvania. I'm going to pick up after. I'm probably going to do another one this week because I really want to talk about Arizona as well. So just follow me for the process. Um, just the things that I worry about, things that I think about. If you listen to this podcast to the end, man, you are awesome. You are awesome. <laughs> and um, this is my new venture. So I just want to see what happens. Um my IG family is great, but I wanted to kind of expand because when IG put me in IG prison, I was like, you know what? Hey, I need to have multiple avenues of speaking the truth that I see it. So this is something I've prayed about and I feel like God has, you know, helped me to do and y'all donations have helped me to purchase the equipment to do this. And so I'm just really blessed right now. And I just really feel like, you know, I don't know, y'all just man, we all have to do our part. What we're seeing happening right now, all of us have to do our part. You know, we are all in this together in a sense of all of us are working to just try to get as much truth out as possible to just stop what the devil has planned. But more than anything, seek God, pray daily, read his word, get to know him. He's the one who gives us direction. He makes the word a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. That's, that's God. That's the Holy Spirit. So in all things, all things, trust Christ. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, and, you know, another thing that I want to say before I get off of here is that don't be afraid. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
that is demonic fear is from satan do not be afraid what do we have to be afraid of the bible says that if god before us who can be against us he said that he would never leave us or forsake us so even if i he said if i make my bed in hell you with me so even <laughs> he's never leaving us where he is and if you are his he is for you and he will protect you and he's going to guide you through this messy messy season he's going to speak truth to you and the truth is both biblical and political because they align they go together i'm telling you people have got to stop saying that the church should not be involved in politics there's a lie straight from hayden from hayden a lie straight from hell and satan and the purpose is to keep the church muffled but that time is out god is raising up a new generation who is not afraid who is not ashamed and who will stand on the word of God. Y'all be blessed. And I'll see y'all next week.